Hello humans. Hello humans. 9.21 a.m. November 23rd, day before Thanksgiving here in the U.S. <coughs> I have a little discussion here about um, uh, basically like a Thanksgiving message to the troops. Um, we're winning. <laughs> so we're winning the war. Uh, it's a hell of a war. It's going to go on for a long time. So, you know, don't get your energies all too focused on any one near-term event because we have much, much, much that we need to do. But we know that there are things that are occurring because the information landscape is changing. You know, Trump back on Twitter, Twitter all uh, um, de-Woconianed, you know, um, uh, all of them were pitched out or are being pitched out and the uh, collapse of the woke uh, corporations Facebook laying off all these people, etc., etc., uh, is all working into uh, the grander nature of the war. But let us not be deceived, okay? So, this is a uh, much larger than the four year election or the election theft in the United States. This is a uh, culmination of a 70, uh, almost 60 year battle. Uh, we'll just peg it at the assassin assassination of um, JFK by the deep state. And we've been fighting them um, pretty much openly since then, you know, little bit by little bit by little bit. And here we are in the, um, hopefully, uh, the final few years of it. And uh, at this stage, it's going well for the, uh, the good guys, <laughs> for all the humans, right? For humanity versus the Khazarians. The Khazarians are uh, being defeated, uh, so far as I can tell, on every single front uh, that's been engaged so far, and we're opening up some new ones. So just today, a new front opened up in the sense that we've got um, new science coming out of Antarctica that says, hey guys, there's a huge giant void in under Antarctica that may be as big as 500 million uh, cubic meters you know, and that it may have, and it has life in it. They're just talking about uh, algae and not um, uh, the descendants of uh, World War II uh, German soldiers and um, stolen Ukrainian women. The whole thing with Ukraine goes way back. So, I mean, that U Ukraine is Khazaria. So, uh, you know, it's their homeland which they desperately try and keep from the rest of us, this knowledge. Anyway, so, but that's what's happening, is that um, it's all breaking out. Uh, people are still dying from the facts and having all the problems and all that kind of stuff, but that particular battle, uh, we won, right? They're, they're limp-wristed uh, kind of, oh, everybody got to have a vaccine passport shit, is dying even as they try and flag it out there to get our attention with it. And we're moving on to other stuff. Uh, the other stuff, so I know that this war uh, will go on for a long time because we have to undo all of the uh, tainted history, all of the history that uh, the Khazarians have polluted. And this goes way back. So um, as an instance, and uh, not to get into any of the weird um, pedal pedagogical, uh, no, pedagogical, 
I guess, pedological um, disputes about all of this, but um, uh, the person that we refer to as Jesus was not a Jew, all right? And so he was Essene, he was a Judean, and he was from the house of Judah, but he was not a Jew. The term Jew, as near as we can find, does not appear until uh, there's there's some hint of it um, in the uh, 1400s, right? Two small references to the word, but not the word itself. And uh, most of the appearance begins uh, in the late 1700s. And so we have a, um, and coincidentally, uh, it appears uh, about the same time that we get into the formation of, uh, you know, um, Freemasonry, uh, all of these kind of secret society things, right? There was just a big ballooning aspect of all of this in the 1700s. Now, a lot of the, the secret societies were created by uh, the Khazarians and for various different purposes, uh, mostly for control purposes and um, uh, misdirection, that kind of thing. Uh, there were also secret societies that were created at that time, like in, I know of one um, that was, I guess you could say the founder of it, um, who he found it in, in it late in his life, but the founder of it uh, became uh, convinced that this thing was needed in the 1300s. So, um, again, about all the time of the uh, expulsion of the um, Cathars out of France, the, um, the Inquisitions beginning, the uh, destruction of all the women in Germany uh, because they were, quote, witches and all of this kind of stuff, all of which was, was um, fundamentally aspects of uh, the Khazarians infiltrating things. So the Khazarians created Judah, uh, or created um, uh, Jewishness. They pit Jewishness against the Catholic Church, but they've infiltrated the Catholic Church in the sense that um, the Jesuits were uh, Khazarians. And the Jesuits have a tendency, even today, to only accept... Um, into the upper ranks, those people that have clear Khazarian blood. So it's this old bloodline thing, right? These guys are just uh, insistent on the idea that their um, DNA is different. Now, if you read into the Talmud, you understand that they come about this idea because of the stuff that's in the Old Testament. Most Jews, by the way, that I'm aware of, are not big into the Old Testament, right? They don't read it, they don't pay attention to it, it's nothing to them, uh, and they certainly pay no attention whatsoever to the mistranslated version of that uh, within the Christian Bible. So the Torah, which was mistranslated, um, five books of the Torah, six books of the Mishnah, uh, were mistranslated as the Old Testament by this uh, first translation effort begun way the hell back when, when they translated everything into Greek. And they had hired, or set about, 70, 70 um, translators uh, at that time, okay? And they translate the Bible, or the Old Testament material over with 
uh, editorials. So they make editorial changes to it, create this um, uh, basically a fiction, rewriting all kinds of stuff, and um, put it into a religious text when it had been in the Old Testament. If you just read it, it's simply a chronicle of the interaction of these 12 tribes of Yemenis uh, with uh, the space aliens that they called the El. And that these uh, Yemenis uh, go on to move over to Judea. And so they become the Judeans. And they are um, related to Abraham and Shem and, and Judah. Uh, but they're not related to any of the current Jews. So Jew as a term appears as uh, after the Khazarians had um, decided that their whole country was going to be Jew. Now, the weirdness comes in because the Talmud suggests that the Judeans, uh, by virtue of their interaction with the El, and by virtue of the um, people that had been, had their DNA altered by uh, the Gavrel, which we translate as Archangel Gabriel, or was translated as Archangel Gabriel, uh, which is a person in a particular role. It's a being in a role, not an actual name. Uh, but it's a role of a person that, uh, you know, you might think of it as the pre-midwife, so to speak, the person that goes and does the DNA monkeying about. Um, all of the fi uh, figures in the Bible, uh, Moses onward, are all products of uh, the Gavrel, uh, monkeying about with human DNA and and causing uh, changes to occur. So we have new DNA. Now, uh, as far as we know, there's no um, physical descendants. So that DNA was never passed on from uh, Jesus as opposed, in, in terms of uh, the statements in the Bible, but the Talmud would tend to differ and suggest that there are indeed uh, Jesus descendants running around and the Talmud does not like Jesus okay um, the Talmud um, the Talmud is a collection of, of depending on how you define it either 63 or up over 74 books uh, they were written in the, what we think of as the Middle Ages uh, they're not anywhere near like ancient like the Bible they're primarily commentaries, but there's comedy in there, and there's horror. It's, it's a weird fucking book, guys, or collection of books. Um, anyway, though, but the, the Talmud and stuff would suggest that Jesus had children and that there's a battle out there between, or, or a battle out there to eliminate the um, Jesus strain of DNA um, from within the... Uh, remnants of those Yemenis uh, that immigrated to Judea and never, ever, ever went to Egypt, right? The, the Judeans were never in Egypt. They were never the slaves of the Egyptians. They didn't be, build the pyramids and so on. And as near as we can find out, there were no Jews until about 1,200 years later uh, when the, the Khazarians were forced to choose a religion in order to not be slaughtered by the combined armies of the Russians, the um, uh, newly formed um, Ottoman Turkish Empire, and the Holy Roman Empire, uh, also called the Byzantine Empire.
so these three empires got together because the Khazarians were stealing their children, slitting their throats, and drinking their blood, among other things, right? These are really horrid people, incredibly evil Khazarians. And they got even more evil after 1666 and the uh, Zevites. Um, Redemption Through Sin. Uh, interesting book if you ever want to read it. Uh, anyway, um, so uh, here we are. We're winning the war. Things are going along. Uh, they're still doing their shit, the, the bad guys. A lot of us just don't understand their shit, but we got to undo their shit. And that's why the, I know that this war is going on for a long, long damn time because we have to go all the way back. It is necessary not only that we awaken the normies, and so um, everybody gets all whipped up when we don't have 80 or 90% of the population feeling exactly as they do. And um, uh, so, uh, but it's gonna take a long time, guys. It's gonna take a very long time for us to redo the narrative. We have to uh, have a consensus that XYZ is our real history and then we will have cohesion in our social order. Right now we don't have that consensus and we don't have cohesion and thus we have all of the strife and the anxiety and the tension and the war. Uh, after we, so now this war is global, so we're already in World War IV. We're, we're fighting uh, arguably fifth generation warfare in terms of um, the information war. People are dying, but we're actually saving some people in making progress in defeating our enemy. But it's going to be a long time because, we, as I say, we not only have to wake up the normies to see the Khazarian Mafia ruling everything, the globalists, you know, the, um, uh, the criminals that have taken over every fucking government on the planet except for Russia and, and a couple of others, arguably. Um, but we also have to get to the point where we root out all of the lies that have been put into our understanding of our own fucking history. Now, personally, that's, that's going to be a, a good period of time for me. So I enjoy uh, researching and digging around and rooting and, and analyzing and comparing and all of this kind of stuff, right, in terms of uh, getting into material. So it's just something I, I enjoy doing. So this will be a great time for me delving into all this stuff that's been hidden from us, especially after we get uh, a few of these um, uh, data dumps, right, like uh, D-class, okay? So, all right, so here's, here is a thing that I've been noodling with, an idea. This idea originated, okay, so um, it may be that my Alta reports, uh, that mechanism, uh, the web bots, the, you know, emotion reduction engine, um, that I may have run into another one of these undefined labels. All right, so I had uh, repeatedly over the years several uh, instances of what we could call um, riots that then lead to or, or group actions, kinetic actions, protests, whatever, that then lead to um, uh, liberation of uh, material uh, from government. 
okay, and it's put out into the uh, realm of the people. So we had one description of people that were rioting for food. So there was food involved, there were riots. This was like in Maryland, Delaware. Uh, the descriptor set shows these people going into a uh, building owned by feds that they think that has food in it. And so now that we're getting into, you know, food shortages and that kind of thing, this is very probable that we may get these kind of conditions. But anyway, so the description set says that the people go into the uh, federal building and they find, you know, a small cafeteria or whatever, and get little bits of food, but that there's big stashes of paper copies of classified material. Uh, you know, space aliens, time travel, who the fuck knows, but classified woo-woo material. And so the people there uh, don't find big caches of uh, food, but they do find this uh, information that they then uh, set about uh, putting out on the internet, taking photos of it, you know, uh, scanning it, all different kinds of stuff to get it out there. And we're talking about uh, the descriptor sets would have this go on for days after this cache was discovered. The people, some people discovered or, or read what they had discovered, realized it's important and decided to get, you know, to concentrate on this rather than going and trying to find uh, another cache of food. And so, we have descriptions like that. We have descriptions also associated with food riots uh, about a back wall of the Vatican complex being broken into that gets these people into the Vatican library and the same kind of situation evolves, right? But, so, uh, just like I did not have the word terrorism yet defined in my lexicon, before the 9-11 incident and my uh, forecast came out and said we were about to have a military accident. And it described in, in uh, and I put it out on online on a couple of paragraphs on George Ure's old site uh, back before um, the event. So I did it in July and the event happens in September. But um, I didn't have the word terrorism defined. So the way that the system is set up, the words came on up as military accident, combination of the two, right? And it wasn't really an accident, and, 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 but it was military. Anyway, though, so um, what if we are facing another one of these undefined descriptor situations? And that is that the data sets are doing the very best that they can the, the system's doing the very best that it can relative to the definitions I've got in the way I've got the algorithm structured. And so we get these descriptions of uh, people liberating documents, but what if it's because I don't have the term D-class uh, defined, which I don't, right? There's a lot of military terms I don't have defined. Uh, this one is now in civilian use, but... Um, but essentially, it's, it's not defined other than ancillary through the uh, machine learning algorithms I've got that pick up new definitions and new words uh, for me to review and stuff. So what if, in fact, we're not looking at riots, but what if we're looking at declassification that centers around Maryland, Delaware, and declassification that centers around uh, the Vatican, and uh, declassification that centers around the West Coast, where we had another one of these incidents that was supposedly going to lead to 
uh, liberation of documents and stuff, right? What if indeed, because I don't have D-class, that it's not riots, but it's actual like deliberate act. So it's not an accidental release of information in any way, shape, or form, not an accident as a side effect of a riot, but it is within the background of food riots, rationing, and this kind of thing, the the supply chain breakdown, and so on. Now, bear in mind, all this, all this comes from like 2006. Uh, so, you know, 20 or, you know, 16, 17 years ahead of, of the events that it's talking about. And, um, and so what if that's the nature of it, that we actually get close to this period of time and the, the conditions and the language shows up, but we don't have riots, but we do have uh, official declassification on the part of, you know, Durham, Trump, whoever, right? So uh, that would fit the circumstances and that might bring out all of this data that, that, uh, that my system said we would be messing with for years. Anyway, guys, got to go do stuff. So uh, stay woo. Uh, stay focused. It's not going to be a long war. And we're winning. <laughs> yeah, we're winning. Wow. Never thought I'd be able to say that.